Welcome to this message from Shofar Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to this word being preached. Well, Father, thank you for your presence here this morning, Lord. Thank you, Father, that I have the privilege of proclaiming your word, Father, that I have the privilege of speaking to your people. I pray, Lord, that you really just come and you know, speak into the hearts of everyone sitting here this morning, Father, everyone on YouTube. Oh, Lord, may you really just minister to us. Thank you for who you are in that, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so I have a privilege of speaking to you this morning. I just want to find my notes, otherwise I'm going to jump around a lot. There we go. Got my notes. All right, so we've been talking the past few weeks. We've been doing the, the exploring why. Why do we do what in church? Um, and we are currently on our vision statement. And our vision statement is, of course, reaching nations and generations through discipleship making, leadership development, and church planting. Am I right? Thank you. <laughs> they, they've been hammering me at office like, you don't know this? I know this. <laughs> okay. So, I have the privilege of speaking about discipleship making this morning. <laughs> so, I've got the privilege of speaking about discipleship making. Um, disciple making, is that better? Thank you. Disciple making. Um, so we're just going to jump into Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, um, well-known scripture in the Great Commission. Um, and it just says the following. It says, let me just get it. It says the following. And Jesus came and he said to them, all authority in heaven and on, and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all the things I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And before we can start talking about making disciples, we have to know what a disciple is. Okay? And I know this is a this is quite a a, a known term if you talk Christianese a lot, you know what a disciple is, right? Disciple means you are a follower or you are a student of something or someone, right? Okay? Now, the interesting thing is is that people don't always understand is that they are a disciple whether they want to be or not. We are the disciple either of God or we are a disciple of something in the world or we are a disciple of the world. Or sometimes we have this amazing trick. We are a disciple of both. We're just like, foot here, foot here. Okay? One night I'm a disciple of the world and it's amazing. Sunday morning, hey, church. Amen. Amen. I'm a disciple of the church. We've got this amazing thing we do. Yeah? I love it when people tell me. I, I'm like a 50-50 person. Okay, cool. All right. Okay? So we are being discipled. If we like it or not, we are being discipled. People are speaking to our lives, whether it's Christians or it's not Christians. Someone is discipling you, right? Okay? Now, if we look at the scripture, we see that the Christian way of discipling involves two things. Firstly, it says, baptize people. And secondly, teach people. So why do we baptize people? We baptize people because we want to see people being reborn into the kingdom of God. 
the word says we have to be born of water and the spirit right now if we're being baptized we are being born into the kingdom of god right we are laying ourselves down and being resurrected with christ does it make sense so baptism is the 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 place where we say welcome into the family welcome into into the kingdom of god welcome into our church we want to embrace you we want to walk with you right and then secondly we want to teach you the things of god we want to teach you why we do what we do why do we worship what is worship why do we why do we go out and disciple people why do we go out and proclaim the gospel on campuses and at shopping malls why are, they, why are we those weird people who stop you in the mall and say can I pray for your foot I see it's broken we want to teach people these things and he put it nicely he says it's the initi- initiation into the kingdom and then the continuation into the kingdom I love it speaking to any he always gives me these nice little catchphrases right Okay, so we baptize people because we want to bring people into the kingdom of God. It's that that public proclamation of saying, I've given my heart to God, but I want to say to the whole church that I am a disciple. I am a disciple of God. I want to walk this road. And it gives us permission to keep you accountable. Make sense? All right. And then secondly, if we just go that, that little step further and we say we have to teach everyone what God has taught us to obey. God has taught us to obey. Now, everyone has a different picture on this. I, like there's many, there's many religions, as you all know, from Jehovah's Witnesses straight through to Mormonism. Everyone has a different view, Right? But we want to come and we want to actually say, we don't want to teach you something else. We want to teach you the Word of God. Right? That's what discipleship is actually. People want to make it this big thing of saying, discipleship needs to be this big event and we have to do this and we have to do that. But it's actually so simple. And I'm a man that likes to do things practical. So discipleship comes down to you saying to someone, we work together. In our coffee break, do you want to read two verses out of Matthew and just discuss it? Discipleship, right? Now, if we go to Luke 9.23, do you want to find it here quickly? Okay, 9.23, and well-known verse again, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. And yet God gives us practically what we have to do to come after him. But do you see, it's a come after me. It's a choice we have to make to be disciples. Right? It's a choice we have to make to, to say, Lord, I'm willing to come after you. And if I have to deny myself, what does deny myself mean? Why do we need to deny ourselves? 
because we have to realize that we are not the best person to judge what we need and when we need it. Okay? We have to realize that Jesus knows best, He wants the best for us, and He's the best provider for us in every aspect of our lives. We have to deny ourselves and say, I don't want to make my own choices anymore. I want God to make my choices. I want God to lead me. I want God to come and say, here is what you need to do. I want you to move to Cape Town now. I want you to move to the UK because that's where you're going to reach the most people. That's where I need you to be because the UK needs someone that loves God and can proclaim my word with passion and boldness. Does that make sense? Okay, we have to deny ourselves. And it says, pick up your cross daily. It doesn't say pick up your cross once, a, once in a blue moon, uh, once in a month, once maybe if you really feel like it, let's pick up your cross. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to pick up my cross. Um, okay, maybe I should pick up my cross a little bit. But someone else can carry it for me. No, he picked up his cross, right? It's a choice we have to make daily to say, even when things get hard, even when things don't always pan out the way I want it to pan out, I'm going to follow God. We have to pick up our crosses daily. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was just, that was brilliant in a moment. Oh. Yes, so pick up your cross daily and follow me. Right? Okay? So now that we know how to follow Jesus, the question is why do we need to be discipled? So in when I got to um, Sheffield Johannesburg in 2014, there was a lot of things happening around me. I had a lot of problems from depression to suicidal thoughts to whatever you you name it I had it okay came into this church and the first thing someone said is can I just do walking with Jesus with you I'm like what is walking with Jesus they gave me this little blue book all the basics of Christianity in there and they said let's just walk let's just do this walk for six weeks you and me are going to meet once a week and we are going to discuss the, the basic principles of Christianity. They were starting to disciple me in who God is. Not in, they, didn't, they didn't want to disciple me in how great they are. And sometimes it's tough to be discipled. Because God reveals stuff and you open stuff. And you have to pray about things. Right? At the end of the day... Why we need to be discipled is easy. Matthew, let's go back to Matthew 28. Okay? And I want you guys, I want you guys to see this again. Okay? It says, and Jesus said, and Jesus came and he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore. Go, therefore. Therefore what? We have to disciple people so that they can start submitting to the authority of Jesus Christ. 
We need to disciple people because if we don't disciple people, no one will actually know who Jesus is. You know, so many people, we look at the, the war in, in Ukraine and Russia invading and all of that. And I know many people are looking at it like this is really bad. But from a Christian perspective, it's actually very good because people are learning how to pray. The Ukrainians are meeting together in houses and they're seeking God's face. People around the world are gathering in decision groups and they're seeking God's face. Why do we need to be disciples? Because if we don't disciple people, no one will know how to pray. No one will know how to go out. No one will know how to read the word properly. We will start reading our own thoughts into it. Start reading our own, our own situations into things. And twisting the word and using it as some people already do for their own advantage. We need to disciple people. Because the first thing Jesus did when he when he started his ministry, he didn't go into the temple alone. He said, John, come. Peter, come. James, come. I want to disciple you. He started walking a road immediately with people around him. And he, he taught them. He said, this is why I do this. This is why I say that. This is how we do this. He walked a road with them. Does that make sense? Yeah? And we want to be, ultimately, we want to come back and be like Jesus. We want to be more like Jesus. We want to conform to the image that is Jesus Christ. Now, if we want to do that, we have to start discipling people. But I've heard so many people tell me, but devil, it's so hard. I don't have time. Like, I work from 8 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. It's really tough. And I understand that. It's tough to disciple people. It's a sacrifice we make. It's something we say that even if I have to drive 40 minutes every day to go and disciple someone, that is worth it because it's not about me. Discipleship, eventually, it doesn't come down to Okay, well done, Devolt. You've discipled 40 people. Great. You get all the honor. No. Discipleship is about making more disciple makers. It's discipling someone and making it clear to them that I'm not just feeding you so that you can become a fat Christian. I'm feeding you so that you can disciple others. Does that make sense? Do you guys know where the Dead Sea is dead? No? Because there's no outflow. Water comes in the whole time, just gathers, and there's no outflow. It's the same with us as Christians. God gave us His Word, and we are studying His Word, and we are becoming more like Jesus, but then we have to go over to that next step and say, I'm going to take what I've learned, and I'm going to teach someone else. So why do we need to disciple? Not just so that someone else grows, but so that you grow. I can say out of personal experience, 
I've discipled a few people, and I'm not trying to make my own name bigger, but I've discipled a few people, and I've learned more from those people when I was discipling them than I think they learned from me. Because when you disciple someone, you as a Christian start praying for that person. You start interceding for him. You start asking God for word. You are eventually growing yourself. You are making disciples, but actually you are discipling yourself through Jesus. That makes sense? All right. The band can come up for us again. So, actually just, we can just stand quickly, guys. So I want to ask the question this morning. Who is discipling you? Are we taking time to sit at God's feet? Are we sitting, taking time to prioritize quiet time, prioritize the Word of God? Are we taking time to say, Lord, I want to be discipled so that I can disciple others? One of the biggest excuses I hear is that, well, I don't know enough. I, I, I don't know the word enough. I can't disciple someone. You don't have to know the word enough. You just have to be committed to that person and start praying for them. Start walking the road with them. If you know you're going to read chapter 1 of Matthew, who is that person? Read before the time. Start praying about it. Ask God for revelation. Just have to put in the effort to disciple people. So, as we're just standing here, let's just close our eyes quickly. Just there where you are, you can just ask God. I want you guys just to ask God, who do you want me to disciple? Let's trust God for a name or two. Let's be intentional about discipling others. Your Father God, Lord, thank you that we have the privilege of being disciples. Lord, thank you that you say all authority in heaven and earth belongs to you. Because you have all the authority, we can go make disciples. Thank you, Father, that we can, through making disciples, and through making disciple makers, Lord, we can honor you, we can glorify you, we can worship you, Father. Lord, it's so important for us to, to really spread the gospel. It's so important for us to really go and, and tell people who you are. Walk a road with people as you walked a road for three years with the disciples. So, Lord, I pray that you would, as a congregation, help us this morning. Help us, Father, to, to really just step out in faith.
and ask that person, can we walk a road with you? Can we do Matthew together? Can we do, do John together? Father, I pray that you would help us to really just walk in your boldness, walk in your victory. Oh Lord, we worship you. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Joburg. May the grace you receive produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good. For more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.shofar.joburg.com.